For your website to generate an ROI, you need to have people visit your website. Now you may have read and seen a lot about getting more traffic to your website, but uh, how do you actually do that? Unfortunately, it's not necessarily a case of if you build it, they will come. Even the biggest companies in the world have to continuously bring new people to their websites and keep their traffic numbers high. Even Amazon has lots of ways to do this. Now want to know what you can do without a ton of a technical SEO knowledge? I'm covering my favorite seven ways to bring new customers to your website in today's episode. Want to know more? Let's dive in. You're listening to the Captain Coder Podcast. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that can help you grow your online business. I'm your host, Marisa Van Skyver, aka Captain Coder. All right, first things first, you don't just want any website traffic. You want the right people visiting your website. Having 1,000 visits per month means next to nothing if 999 of those are never going to buy from you or are the complete wrong type of potential customer. Now, anything that you're doing to drive traffic to your website should be focused on bringing your ideal customer to you. Now, the people that will want to actually buy from you or at least will want to keep coming back to learn more about you and your business. So how do you actually go about attracting the right people to your website? Well, let's take a quick, okay, listen, we all know that I don't do anything that quick, but look at my top seven ways you can start getting more visitors to your website starting today. Now, the first one, number one, you have to set up the right SEO foundation. Here's the truth. You need to do the right things to ensure people can even find you in the first place. For a website, that means you need to have the right SEO foundation. So just a few things that you can do to ensure that Google is able to find you and match up your website to the questions its searchers are looking for. I have talked a lot about this in previous articles on my website and in previous podcasts, and all of these are linked in today's show notes. Those include how to tell Google your website is even live and keep it accurate in Google search results, how to use the Yoast plugin to improve SEO on a WordPress website, and my best five SEO tips for 2022 or 2023, because they're still applicable. Now the gist, you need to do a few things to help Google out, but those are all things that are not overly technical and totally doable. I'm not gonna go into them in a huge detail here. If you, wanted, if you want to know more, you can go to each of those linked in today's show notes. The biggest thing, set up a free Google Search Console account. Make sure that you're following some basic on-page SEO best practices, and make sure that you're adding simple things like meta titles, meta descriptions, and making it really easy for people to choose to click on your search result when they get your result in Google. Again, I cover that all in more depth. We don't really have time to go into all of that in one episode. It is a lot. Um, But if you have any questions on those, if you go and read those articles and have any questions on those, you can always DM me on Instagram at Captain Coder. Okay, number two. So we're going to cover this a little bit more detail. You want to write 
how your customer speaks. Now, one of the biggest mistakes I see, especially service providers make, when it comes to driving traffic to their websites, using a bunch of technical jargon on that website. Your customer is not in your business every day. In fact, they may understand next to nothing about what you actually do. What they do understand is how you help them. Now, you want to focus on talking not only the benefits of your services, but even the transformation that your customers go on because they hired you. But also make sure you're saying all of it like your customer would. After all, you're only going to come up as a search result in Google if you're matching the questions people are asking. If you're not quite sure, and this is where a lot of people get tripped up, if you're not quite sure how your ideal customer might be talking about your services, and it's hard to get out of your own expertise, believe me, then there are a few things you can do to find those answers. Now, the first thing that you can do to find how your customers talk is, you know, ask them. Ask your current customers to describe what you do and how you've helped them. Now, you can do this in either a quick 15-minute call or send a simple feedback slash testimonial request. And then with how they say things, use that language. You can also hang out in Facebook groups. If you don't have a Facebook group for your customers and Frankly, a lot of us don't. If you didn't start one in 2020, it's probably not going to work now. Just the sad fact of it. But there are some really good active groups out there still. So go find one from one of your competitors or someone who has a lot of the same customers that you would. Then pay attention to how those people in the groups are talking about their problems and issues. And the last thing that you can try is literally just type a few ideas into Google. Use the autocomplete as an indication of whether or not people are actually searching that phrase and then check out the results. Is it all super technical results? Try something again. Now, of course, you can use keyword explorer tools and things like that, but that gets really technical if you have never done that kind of research before. So just pay attention to the Google autocomplete and see what Google is literally telling you about how people are asking those questions. Okay, so number three, to help improve and drive traffic to your website, don't neglect your Google business profile. Now, this used to be called Google My Business, and it doesn't matter if you serve people all over over the country or even the world. You can still benefit from a Google business profile. Now, this is what comes up as a maps search or in the sidebar of a Google search results page. You don't even need to add your address anymore either. So what you would do is go to google.com forward slash business, which is linked in today's show notes, and create a free profile and then set up a range. Now it's going to want you to set up, generally speaking, like a town or a city or a 25 mile radius that you want to show up for. So this helps your local results. Google will also give you the option to hide your address to protect your home-based business privacy. Then all you have to do is add information about your business, add some pictures, fill out the literally guided steps as you're going through it. Now, optimizing your Google business profile by continuing to add posts like you would with other social media platforms. Ask your customers to leave reviews on your social media and more. 
I really love this a search engine journal article that has a great step-by-step instruction on how to optimize your Google My Business account. So you can find that listed and linked in today's show notes too. Now look, I know you're probably thinking, okay, well, this is great for my local search results, but what if I don't want to necessarily be found locally? Uh, here's the Here's the secret. Google loves when you use their stuff. So if you're literally using their product and telling them what you want to be found for with their product, you're far more likely going to show up in other search results as well. And honestly, you know, there's nothing wrong with being found locally and driving traffic because you might want to get some more of that local traffic too. Now, number four, add an FAQ section or page to your website. Do you want to get found for a lot of those common questions your ideal customer is typing into Google? Create an FAQ page or at least a section within your website. It can literally be the questions you get all of the time mixed in with the questions and problems you saw come up while you were researching how your customer speaks. Write out answers for those questions and then pop that onto your website. Simple keyword focus page that you can expand on over time and can help bring in traffic. And if you use some of those SEO tools like Yoast, then you're able to also potentially show up as the question and answer search result on Google as well if you do it correctly. Now number five, you want to write or create regular shareable content. I swear, I don't think I know anyone who loves this answer besides me, because obviously I like creating regular shareable content, but the best way to get people to come to your website is to give them something new to look at. Now, while I prefer to make that a combination blog and podcast, you could make that just a blog, a vlog that you post the video on your website new portfolio pieces that you update regularly, case studies, white papers, free guides, a resources page, and more. Whenever you create content for your website, you want it to be something that's inherently shareable. That means it's interesting enough for your current follower to literally hit that share button. Make this even easier by giving them the actual share buttons by the content you're posting. Ask them in, in the podcast or in the end of the blog to share it with a friend who could benefit from the message. And of course, always share it on your own social media. Now, sharing should start with you. If you don't think that your content is worth sharing, no one else is going to think it is either. But make sure you're, you're giving your followers a reason to click back and actually visit your website when you're sharing that content on social media and other places. Okay, take a quick breather here. Do you want to reach an entirely new audience? Well, number six, you can guest on a blog or a podcast. Find someone who is has a similar audience to your own and ask them if you can write a guest blog for them on their website or appear on their podcast. And when you do that, they should give you a link back to your own website and send people, direct people to you to find out more information. Now, you don't necessarily have to reach out to cold 
people either, people that you don't know. You can network through LinkedIn, Instagram, and other social media to find business owners who might be targeting the same type of people you are without being a direct competitor to you. Or you can listen to some podcasts or read some blogs and find some that resonate with you and you feel like probably share a similar audience. Now, many larger podcasts especially will have ways that you can apply to be a guest. You can even connect with them on social first to build up a real relationship. Now, I will be totally honest, this isn't as fast to action. It's actually something I am personally working on right now for myself, but it will be one of your best long-term strategies. And number seven, and I can promise you no one is going to like this answer either unless you're already doing it. Create videos for YouTube. Do you want to know what the second largest search engine is? It's YouTube. Honestly, you have probably heard that for years, but it's worth it to reiterate it. Reiterate that. Oh, that was going to be way cooler if I didn't mess it up. Now, not only is YouTube a powerful search engine in and of itself, but it gets delivered as a search result directly in Google. Plus, YouTube is just very link friendly. Um, I think they may be the only platform that is actually okay with you taking people off of their own site and onto yours. Like seriously. Well, done is better than perfect. If you want to optimize your YouTube consistency is key. Now, if you're already creating a blog or a podcast, make it easy on yourself and just turn that into a video so it's far less overwhelming. Um, pro, just, just vulnerability thing here. I have 100% neglected my own YouTube channel for a minute. Like, please don't go look at it. Um, minute. And I literally told myself, I'm going to record this one as a video today. And uh, I did not. So listen, do what I say, not what I do. Okay. <laughs> and it's okay to work on this and work up to it. Now, if you need some good ideas for optimizing your YouTube videos, because you want to see some success, you want to make this feel worthwhile. Neil Patel has a great article that I linked in today's show notes to get you started. Now, listen, a website will only really thrive and bring you an ROI if you're doing something to bring people to it. It needs to be built to convert those visitors once they land there, but you have to put efforts into attracting them to your website from the beginning. Now, you're probably a little overwhelmed right now, or you're just thinking, oh God, how do I do all of this? Now, if you want to take the guesswork out of all of this, you can learn how Captain Coder and our team can help you drive traffic to your website by either visiting our own website at captcoder.com or hit me up in DMs and Instagram and just start, start a conversation. Tell me you listened to this episode. Ask me how you can drive traffic and which strategy is the one you should focus on first. I'd love to chat with you and see how we can help. Thank you all for tuning in to our show this week. To catch more Captain Coder, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app. Now, if you have any questions or you want to learn more about digital marketing and how it can help grow your online business, follow us on Instagram at Captain Coder or visit us online at captcoder.com. Can't wait to talk to you all again next week.